Hey everyone, and welcome to a surprise mock draft edition of Supermax, Jared and Jared Supermax, uh, where we talk about fantasy basketball through the lens and scope of salary cap leagues. And it is May. You're probably watching playoff NBA. And uh, basically every four to five weeks through the summer, we're just going to pop in randomly and give you a bonus episode as uh, I slowly put together a sort of master sheet in my salary Bible of next year's salaries, next year's averages, next year's value. And uh, I figured just because we're all bored, um, I would get the two Jareds together and we would do a sort of just the the 20 best players for next season mock draft, like sort of, sort of a super way too early. Uh, obviously, free agency A and the draft hasn't happened, so who knows who could sneak in. But as for right now, we're just going to sort of early initially speculate on the top 20 best players, and we're going to go back and forth. Um, I am Jared Russo. I'm one of the co-hosts. I'm here with my other co-host, Jared Ross King. What's up, everyone? I'm uh, still reigning champion in our league, and I will be for the next, I don't know, year. Um, so it's felt pretty good the beginning of my reign. I don't think it goes away until the next winner is declared. Correct. So I've got roughly a year till next April. Yeah. Um, although I really don't hear a lot of people talking about the Milwaukee Bucks being the champs. I like make like every once in a while, like they're reigning champs, but like yeah, well, I mean, if we want to talk about it in a non-fantasy perspective, Milwaukee Bucks are not. I mean, Giannis is obviously Giannis, but aside from him, who on that team is like flashy at all? No, no one is. No one on that team is. So it's it's Giannis or bust as far as like who's your big name you're going to talk about. But they're so they're so well put together. Um, I think if they beat the Celtics this round two, I think they're going to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, that will obviously be the Eastern Conference Finals. Isn't that, that sad that they're just going to do that without? They'll go to the NBA Finals if they win this uh, win this round. They're going to do it without Chris Middleton. Like that's so uh, Middleton. Like... Middleton will be back for round three if they make it there. That is the. Uh, prevailing theory right now it just like we, we went from like the east is so stacked and then like halfway through we're like boy the east sucks yeah i mean right now as we're recording this philly's playing miami and philly is completely a just one guy they are so different with joel and beat on the court they're they're a pushover team probably a probably a, a playing team without joel Embiid. uh they're giving the Heat a run for their money with uh, with Joel Embiid on the court. Who I think should be the MVP. That's my opinion. I really hope he wins it. He'll end up being Jokic, I'm pretty sure. But like, well, Jokic, of... Jokic had no one to play with. Like, it was him and, and nobody else. At least Embiid for... Embiid anyone to play yeah, with. Yeah, but at least Embiid had, like, Tyrese Maxey is one of the most improved players of the, of the NBA season. Um you know, James Harden, even though he is not the James Harden we've been accustomed to. Uh, but he got him years. at the end of the season. Yeah, but he's still there. I mean, you still had guys like Seth Curry and Andre Drummond still putting in good quality minutes. Uh, Tobias Harris, I mean, he's a joke when you talk about a salary cap league, but it's not like he's a zero sum on the court. He's he's decent. Jokic had Bones Highland and, and Aaron it. Gordon. As a Magic fan, having Aaron Monty Gordon Morris. means absolutely nothing. So don't don't use Aaron Gordon as the uh, oh look he had someone. I'll do whatever I please. Uh, yeah, whatever. We're not we're not even here to talk about 
real basketball. We're here to talk about fake. Well, basketball. actually, let's do this real quick. Just before we go, jump to the fit, shut up. Before we jump into the fake basketball, uh, right now we are in the second round of the playoffs. Um, as it stands right now, who do you have in the finals? I think before the playoffs, we all suspected it would be a rematch. And then Booker and, and Middleton got hurt and we went, never mind. But now it also just it, it's come full circle where now we're just like, oh, it's just just going to be a rematch. I, I actually just I, I I mean, we that was what everybody figured before the playoffs. But I I'm now thinking that it's it's uh, Milwaukee out of the East. I think that hasn't changed. Um, but you're not going to pick against Phoenix. I am going to pick against Phoenix. I, because here's the thing: Dallas right now is giving Phoenix a run for their money, and and Phoenix is at full strength. Um, and Dallas, I, I, I mean, they're good, but I don't think they're NBA Finals good. Um, Phoenix is going to enter the uh, Western Conference Finals beat up, and Golden State's going to take advantage. Golden State and Milwaukee. Uh, Golden State without Gary Payton. And Memphis without Jaw, you're gonna take both of them over Phoenix? No, 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 no. I'm taking, I'm taking. No, if if Memphis somehow goes to the Western Conference Finals against uh, Phoenix, then Phoenix advances. But I think it's gonna be Golden State and Phoenix in the next round, and I think Golden State's gonna advance. Wow. Okay. I don't know if I'm there yet. That's fine. I mean, you don't have to be, but I mean, it I don't takes, know if I it can. takes, no, no, it takes different people, different amount of times to come to the truth. And and that's, you know, I, I'm glad that you are recognizing you may not be there yet and not just completely rejecting it. Um, but you'll get there eventually. I think my, my brain says I have to reject it. I'd have to pick Phoenix in a series with home court and not having Gary Payton be there. Uh, I, I'm not quite sure what my heart says. I think I'll, I'll, I'll give it some time, but, um, who knows? Maybe someone else would get hurt. I just, I just have a hard time seeing this golden state team who kind of, is just like, Oh, the game started. Oh, I guess we'll just turn it on late and we'll just like win. Like they've done for years on end. Like Phoenix is not the kind of team to just like, let that happen they'll step on your throat and they'll end things early. Like they won't just like kind of let you hang around or whatever. I mean, fair, but I'm, I'm sticking with golden state. We'll see by the time we record the next podcast, we'll definitely be in the conference finals, maybe in the NBA finals. If the NBA finals are early June, that's probably when we'll record the next episode for the hundreds of people listening to this. Thank you. Um, You're absolutely nuts. Uh, for listening to a super niche niche fantasy basketball podcast released at like basically the worst time of the year to release one. Yep. Um, But uh, I think I've been dropping hints for a lot of episodes recently, basically in, in February, March and April that like I was sort of slowly putting together the list of like next year's draft. And there wasn't like a consensus, like number one or two which had mm-hmm. been the case for years with like Luca basically or Trey. And this year was going to be super hard to figure that out. So basically this podcast is co- sort of here to like set the template for what we think the first two rounds will be. So we're going to do a mock draft and we're going to just go back and forth one through 20 first two rounds of a 10 person league. And uh, 
Champ, I'm going to give you the number one pick. Are you ready to mock draft for 2022-23? Yeah, no, I am ready. And um, look, there's quite a few guys. I don't think there's a clear-cut number one um, as it stands right now. I think there's probably six to seven guys that you can make a strong argument for going number one I agree. Um, uh, next season. But look, I'm going to go with a guy. He's coming up on the fourth year of his rookie deal. Um, he got hurt last night, which sucks. But uh, but when he's out there, he's an absolute force to be reckoned with. Um, and when we talk about a salary cap league, it's tough to, to look over John Morant's salary for next season. Um, I would have him as my number one pick right now. So the end of this mock draft will result in me sort of surprising you with like my initial like what do I have? Like I have like 60 guys ranked. So like I have half okay. of the top 120 done. So that's like the first six rounds. Somewhat in like a in initial like things will move around based on your feedback, obviously. But this is sort of my initial ranking. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's in a contract year. He's making 12 million. I don't think him being in a contract year means he's going to like play his his brains out. No, but if he's playing. Bag. But if he's playing at the level he did this year, you're still getting one of the best players in the league when you even when you take the salary out of it. Um, and a $12 million uh, uh, price for next year, that's, that's great value to me. The only reason that in my initial rankings, he's number two behind the guy I'm about to take next. Uh, I'm looking at his total points based on injuries. Mm-hmm. And they're like that top, the top five, like just smoke him in terms of like total points. Um, there's just a lot of guys who average more, but also just put up more season long, which is now a factor in our specific league. But mm-hmm. since I'm sort of for the first time, oh, don't you look, don't you look in this, this tab? Oh, I look in the wrong one. What's up? Yeah. How dare you? Um, since this podcast goes out to so many people, we don't know the permutations of their rule sets in their in their individual leagues. So it's really hard to like put together this top 20 list with that in mind. But I have DeJounte Murray number one. That's not bad. It's he's only he's making 16.5. Mm-hmm. He's not in a contract year, but he's a first time all-star. The points per million in terms of like my value formula, my secret formula that like, you know, determines the value of a player. He's up there, man. He's like top 10 value. And if we're going to change our rule set in our league to make assists two points, two fantasy points, which I think more closely aligns with ESPN standard. He averages like almost five fantasy points per average better than Ja. Um, no, I'm going to tell you right now, I had DeJounte Murray at number four on my list. So like yeah, so taking him, taking him number one is not, or even number two is not um, crazy at all to me. Cause I told you these top five guys for me, depending on the day of the week, there could be an argument made as to who uh, goes number one. And I, I would, I would listen and I wouldn't think it's absolutely ludicrous. And uh Murray's right up there, man. I, I, for me, he for, for me right now in May, he is the number one choice. That's I mean, look, look, like I just said, I can't really argue with that. I have my own preference, but 
putting Murray at one, I mean, it's not far-fetched at all. I, I'm um, going to be fascinated to find out when you actually get to look at my initial rankings, like your major or minor disagreements, because we're obviously going to like change it together. Uh, right. But before we release it to uh, the sports ethos and hoopball communities, but uh, who would you take after those two guys? Look, this, this, uh, I'm going to take the guy who's making the most, um, Actually, let me double check and make sure that that is correct because I didn't put the salaries next to these guys. I kind of have a vague idea of what they are. Uh, oh yeah, we're so, not like keeping track of like what our teams would look like. We're just right, doing the right, twenty right. best players, which again, uh, so if so you're yeah, drafting, the, you're not even taking that into account. This guy is taking. This guy's making thirty million plus, and uh, we actually have already talked about him on the podcast briefly. Um, but uh, uh, Nikola Jokic is an absolute force for the Denver Nuggets. He's a force for any fantasy team he's on. Um, he is higher price. He's not a, a cheaper asset, but I just think the value, even though he's making 33 next year, he gets points like no one's business average 45.3 fantasy points, um, in our league last season. Well, fantastic value. Do you want to know what he averaged in our, in our league with two fantasy points for assists? 53.2, 53.2. That yep. is like. That's astronomical. Yeah, he put up the most fantasy points more than anyone. Not even close. He's in a contract yeah. year. He's 27 years old. Yep. Um, I mean, there might be a little, not regression, but like there just might be like with Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. coming back. There, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think it's going to be like this good, but it's not going to be that far off. No, I mean, I mean, this is probably as far as his output, like his peak year of his probably his career. Yeah, but it's it's going to be so little below this year for next year. Um, next, let me rephrase that so it made sense what I said. Next year's numbers are going to be less than this year, but it's going to be by very little. Yeah, comparable. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, my number he was number four on my on my ultimate rankings. I have Dejounte Murray, John Morant. The guy I'm going with next, Lamella Ball three, and then Jokic four. That's sort of my top four, and okay, I would so we constantly we, cycle them in and out. Yeah, we've kind of we kind of have the same top four of them. Yeah, that's that's not surprising to me. Yeah, so so I'll just quickly, and then we'll move on. Uh, you last year won because you drafted John Morant and Lamella Ball because you had the foresight yep. to know that those guys would make huge leaps. Lamella Ball eight million, uh. Really, really, really good value. Not exactly the most fantasy points you will see out of a player, but mm-hmm. considering he's 20 years old and made a leap last year, if he gets like a Mike D'Antoni as a coach, he could make like a, a, a sort of another mini jump or maybe, maybe a huge jump. Right. Um, I think I think he's a little higher than I would imagine he would be in a few months based on when I did these calculations of like, okay, we're going to count assist as being more valuable. Everyone who passes the ball shot up my rankings. Um, yeah. So yeah, as they will, obviously, maybe, I, maybe I'll push him down. Maybe he is number four, Shh, man. So let me get this straight. You had, cause my, my list in order for top four was jaw Jokic. Lamelo, and then Dejounte Murray. Yeah, I think so I might you have had Lamelo Ball. Down. You had you had Murray. Uh, correct if I'm wrong. Murray, Morant, Jokic, Ball. 
Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm playing with it, but like he, yeah, I, I'm still going to go in this mock draft with a mellow ball. Uh, fourth. Yeah. Boy, I'm just, I, I'm looking at some of these names that are like coming up and I'm like, I'm fascinated to know if like we're on the same wavelength. So who would you go fifth overall in this mock? Um, okay. So I'm gonna tell you right now, fifth is one I've super wavered on. Like we talked about this podcast earlier in the week and I've kind of like had like my rankings and number five, I think four, those four guys have like stayed the same. There's been a little bit of movement amongst the top four. There hasn't really been, um, it's been those four guys, right? So they haven't changed. Um, now again, this is kind of ignoring what's already on my roster as far as salary goes. Um, because I don't think I can fit this guy in with, with Jokic already there. I wouldn't um, worry about that. I just, just don't so, pretend that so, like you're not even right, 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 right. So I think, I think next for me, um, let me tell you, I'm just going to cycle through a few guys who were in this spot before telling you who I'm actually going to take here. Um, I had Trey young there. I had Luca there. I had Embiid there. I had Anthony Edwards there. But the guy I'm settling on is Giannis. Wow. That's the guy I'm settling on because, yeah, he's making $42 million wow. a year next year. But when he is out there, man, he's just like Jokic. He is a force to be reckoned with, and there's no one who can really stop him in the NBA. So he, no matter what, as long as he is playing, as long as he is not hurt, he is going to put up serious points. Uh, I don't see the Bucks changing up their roster much for next season. They're going to try to continue with the same group. That's the continuity of this team is great as long as they're healthy, and it's only going to benefit Giannis in both real terms and fantasy terms. Boy, I am going to be so excited for you to find out where my top twenty rankings fall because a lot of guys you named are not like top seven because based on my sort of future projections, which you'll you'll get to see like in twenty minutes when we're done with this. There's there's people who make less or way less who are approaching the Giannis territory that I would much rather take in the first okay. round over Giannis. I have Giannis as like a really early second round dude. Cause he just makes like a too lot. much money now. No, he makes Boy. 42 and like, no, I, no, I get it. It's a lot. And, and so again, if I'm money, it's Durant I'm, money. No, but here's the thing again. Well, Durant can't stay healthy. Uh, he just can't. Um, again, if I'm structuring a team, I'm not taking Giannis here, right? Because I've already taken Ja, I've already taken Jokic. I don't want to pair Giannis and Jokic's salaries. Um, well, so in a I, real I'm go- mock I'm going, draft, 10 I'm going people at, are right, going. Yeah. Right. But if, if I'm picking fifth and these are the guys that are off the board, as of right now, I'm taking Giannis number five. Because I do, I do feel like there are some guys when you come back around, when you get to the later rounds, that are pretty good values uh, that don't make nearly as much. And having a guy who has a force like Giannis on your team is huge. It is, it is huge. There are some players who are engines or batteries on your team who just sort of keep it going. Like they just run up Mm -hmm. the numbers. You never take them out. You never put them on IR and they're just the fuel to your, your fire. They're like, they're the coal in the, in the train engine. And he's one of them. But yeah, dude, I have him at the top of round two. That's, like, hey, I have him hey, right look, outside the top ten. We got different. We got different rankings, and I think I think once we got that top four, it's it's obvious. But I I have Giannis here. I have Giannis here. Who would you have at number six? 
Uh, he is sort of like my my fifth ranked player. Mm-hmm. He just came out of a contract year. I think he'd already gotten paid by that point. He averages. I'm pretty almost, sure I know who this is going to be. It's Luca. It, he yeah. he averages yep. almost as much as Giannis, and he put up almost as many fantasy points as Giannis, and he makes eight million less than Giannis, which is why I was sort of stunned that you took Giannis because I would just much rather have Luca, who can still improve if he doesn't show up to summer camp or training camp overweight or out of shape. I would look I would again, much rather again, him. again, that's fine. That's fine. I, 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 I went back and forth on these guys. And really before we get to the actual draft and we're actually looking at these things in, uh, in October or whatever. Yeah. Luca could be, I mean, there's a, there's a realistic role where Luca moves up to like number three or something like I that. I think Luca is like, I think I'm going to put him above Lamelo. Like that's how oh, man I'm looking at these new numbers. That's what's really screwed me up is like, I'm looking at new, projection numbers and i think you're looking at like last year's numbers which is fine because this is no just I'm, stupid, I'm actually mock draft in may i'm actually not but uh but oh I no did. i meant like i meant like like the projections of like fantasy points not like salary like with the new assist totals or whatever i think that's screwing me up maybe um well, all right well luca i think luca there is yeah. luca would have been next for me if, okay. if i had if i had gotten you know if he had dropped one more slot i would have taken him next all right um and t- instead of taking a guy who um, man, he, first off, when it comes to salary, one of the best values in the NBA, um, I, I got to look up I'm how intrigued. much he's making, but, but I, but he's still on his rookie deal, but he's on his Ooh. second team. Um, surprisingly, Ooh, surprisingly and stupidly traded by one of the worst franchises oh. that exists. Um, ah. and, uh, no, it's Tyrese Halliburton with my, with my next guy for 4 million. Um, I, I, I wake up at night sometimes and just go, wait, the Kings did what? Dude. And I sit there and I think about it for a second and then I fall back asleep. It just doesn't make any sense to me, right? Because like, yeah, Sabonis is a good piece to have, but why, like, Tyrese Halliburton is special. And and he's on a uh, rookie deal for two more seasons. It just doesn't make sense to me. Doesn't make sense to me. Tyrese Halliburton was going to be the next pick. He's 22. He makes $4 million. Yeah. And he is the most points per million, fantasy points per million dollars, the most valuable, like best deal in the league. It's him. He is the number one, like anytime anyone looks at this spreadsheet and they do it just by like, how many points am I going to get per million dollar paid? He's number one by a landslide. Yeah, I, we no. could get into like the narrative of like the Kings trading him, which is just like the most <laughs> mind boggling thing ever. But like the only reason I think he's one spot down in my top 10 than the guy I'm about to take is because the guy I'm about to take is in a contract year and technically does average more, but is a but did miss more games. So he's not as durable, but I'm going to take Darius Garland. I, OK, I was going to actually guess it and I will. Uh, Garland would have been high up in my guess. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's he's a good in, pick. I, I think just because he's in a contract year, that's yeah. literally the only reason I have him like a, a tiny hair above. But like uh-huh. honestly, based on like durability and just like the Pacers, like oh, we get to like work the offense around him now. Like we get him for like a whole 
summer to like figure things out, he might, he might creep up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, Garland's Garland is, I have him at 11. So it's not like wow. he's way off of the range you have him at right now. I have him as a top six dude. This, I is mean, number, this is pick number seven, right? Yeah. Colin Sexton yeah. is coming back. And like, we well, don't know do who they're know, drafting. I don't know if Colin, this is, this goes more into general manager side of things uh, in the NBA, not fancy at all. Well, I don't know if Colin fancy teams. Yeah, you're right. I don't know if Colin Sexton's coming back to the Cavaliers at all. I, I don't I keep, think he is either. I, I keep hearing trade rumors. I keep hearing all sorts of different stuff. He's, he his contract's expiring, right? He is a restricted free agent, right? So I, I've heard I've heard sign and trade possibilities. I mean, obviously they could just let him go as a restricted free agent. Um, I, I, if I have to bet money today, I don't think Colin Sexton factors into the Cavaliers' plans next season. Okay, but I mean, what happens if they get the the fourth spot or the third pick, like Ivy, or they just I don't know. You, I mean, you never quite know like what's gonna shake out like oh they got right, LeBron no, no, for sure. he's the primary ball handler now it's like oh crap for sure um all right so you just took Darius, Darius Garland. Garland so you are up next so I'm up next this is pick eight correct or pick seven what no pick I believe it's pick eight one two three four five six seven eight so yeah you're at nine nine okay nine um okay pick nine it's it's just take it's, best available yeah, no, no. I, I'm it's, here. Here's the thing: is nine and nine and ten on my board. Um, oh, you have the mm. it's two well, guys. Maybe your board two. is so different that like you'll get both of these dudes. <sighs> maybe I don't know. All right, I'm gonna go with the guy that I have first out of the two, and then hope that you don't take the other guy, uh, Jason Tatum, uh, Boston Celtics. If for those who are uninitiated, uh, power forward. Making thirty million a year, he was one of those driving forces on my championship team this year. Maybe I'm going back to the well too much. Oh well. Uh, <laughs> oh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, man, he he. The thing here's the thing with Jason Tatum this season, and this isn't necessarily a fantasy thing, more of a uh, uh, guys in the NBA thing. He has gone from a very good, very good player to a top ten player in the NBA. Like he's at that bottom edge. He's he's probably the tenth best player in the NBA somewhere in there, but he really has gone from being a very good player on a very good team to one of the elite players in the NBA. Yeah, he's and the dude now. He's that. He, dude. he is a hundred percent that dude, and that's going to reflect. He's making thirty million, which is less than two guys that we've already taken. I think I've taken both of them. Yep. No, and he, he makes less than Luca as well. Correct? Yeah, I took Luca. He's thirty five. Jokic is thirty three. Yeah, so and Tatum is thirty. So out of the top nine, we have four guys that he'd be the fourth highest uh, salary wise. Look, Jason Tatum, I don't I don't see anyone else on here that is a clear cut above him. There's one guy I had very close to him, and I think you're probably going to end up taking him next. Um, but uh, but yeah, Jason Tatum will be my next pick here. Number nine. So to round out this sort of first round, I'm going to type this person's name in. Um, I'm going to take Trey Young. Yep, 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 yep. And I will tell you that to reveal behind the curtain, my top nine has been basically selected. I had my initial rankings is is Murray, Morant, Jokic, Doncic, Ball, Garland, Halliburton. And then at eight, nine, I had Trey Young and Jason Tatum. Um, my, not- my top 10, my top 10 is gone. Oh, yeah, because you had Giannis. Um, yeah. I have a different person at, at 10. I think I had Giannis at 12 looking at my rankings. 
Trey Young and Jason Tatum, they basically make the same amount of money. They're basically the same age. And um, I think because of our new bump in assists that might be coming to our league next year, Trey Young came out with like more total and more average, but that's like a coin flip. Like to me, they're like basically the same dude in terms of just like fantasy production. So right. That to me is like a total, like if you took one, I would just take the other. Um, yeah. I mean, that's so. kind of what I just ran into right there. Yeah. Um, that's basically, yeah. I, if I had been in your spot, it would have been the same exact, like, do I take Trey Young or Jason Tatum who are both super, super durable and super potent offensive players who uh, can only get better. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, so now we're going to go into the, uh, the second round here, pick 12. Um, this is a, or sorry, pick 11. I, I'm looking at the sheet where you're keeping track of who's being picked and it has line 12 here. Um, you have one more spot right here for you. I'm, do I'm, do I'm you want me to, uh, get rid of this yeah, row? And so it, it literally does look like one, two. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, that okay. helps. That helps. There you go. Um, yeah, no. Cause I looked, I was like, pick 12. we know what it's a mock. Going? What's going on here? I don't have to type um, in mock. We know it's a mock. Yeah. Uh, uh, pick 11. Um, this is where, for me, like I feel like the top ten was overall pretty, pretty set for me as far as like these are the ten guys. Um, you could you can talk about order being a little different. You can you know whatever. You there, there's differences there, um, but those are the ten guys from eleven to fifteen is where I really started to kind of struggle to like find the right group. Um, it's getting spicy now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I went back and forth. Um, let me give you the names of the other guys I was considering at this pick before I give you the guy. Well, aren't one. you going to take some of these dudes later? Is that spoiling? I mean, I guess it could be spoiling because I'll release the full. I'll, I'll go through my top 20 after we're done with this thing. Yeah, we'll, 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 yeah. we'll reveal all the things later, but just just give me the, who's the next guy. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. So, OK. All right. So so Jason Tatum kind of leaps from left from. uh being uh, a guy to that guy. And I feel like there is a guy who is on the verge of kind of maybe being in that conversation of becoming the face of a team, um, a team that surprisingly made the playoffs this year. Uh, and I really feel like he has become the best player on that team, a team we have lambasted for years. Oh, God, in the Minnesota Timberwolves. About to do. Uh, and, and Anthony Edwards <sighs> is my next pick. We do that. That board bet we did about Edwards versus Cat is going to come back to haunt me so bad. Yeah, it is. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. So Anthony Edwards is my pick here. I mean, dude. I mean, you look at you year one. I think year one for a lot of the rookies that came in in the 2020 draft class, you almost have to uh, take that rookie class with a grain of salt. Because they, we were dealing with COVID, it was a different draft class. There wasn't a lot of time for them to prepare as there, as most classes have. So I think Anthony Edwards did not – I mean, he was he didn't benefit from that, you know, because they're having to kind of rush into a season. Um, I do think he took a big step forward this year, especially as the season went on. He was one of the best players in that uh, playoff series against the Grizzlies. This, every single game, he was – arguably the best guy on the Timberwolves. Um, and, you know, next season's going to be, I think, even better. I think this is now his team. It's not Cats anymore. And, uh, yeah, I, I 
Anthony Edwards, 10, he's going to make uh, 10 million next year. So, yeah, Anthony Edwards right there. Boom. Uh, Anthony Edwards was my 14th ranked player. Um, okay. He just didn't get to the upper echelons of fantasy production. And maybe this is me falling into the same mental pitfall that I did with Morant and Ball last year. But it was just like hard to visualize him just like jumping up to become like a you know like a top top fantasy producer because he always had Carl Anthony Towns. Mm-hmm. I guess Morant and Ball didn't have anyone there who was like a top fantasy producer to like stop that from happening. Um, Anthony Edwards does. He has an offensively minded center who is like, who was the cornerstone, who was the number one pick and face of the franchise. Um, ironically, I have Cat ranked one spot above literally because of our board bet. Okay. All right. No, I mean, I'm not going to take know. him here, but I just, I just want to throw that out. Okay. That my, my, my petty spite is now infinite. I'm, I'm sure we'll change these rankings, obviously. A ton, you, you're going to, uh, you're going to, I mean, you have five months to kind of wake up. So, you got time, buddy. Wow. Wow. You got time. I'm going to take a guy who I've ranked above Giannis. All right. He's younger than Giannis. The You'd be team is his. How many players younger than Giannis? The team is his now. He makes like a third as much money as Giannis. And while he doesn't quite get to that level of production, he is still a first-round choice in my eyes. DeMontis Sabonis. I mean, okay, cool. I have him narrowly ranked above a lot of other dudes who make like more we, than 15, like like that glut of salaries where you're just like, oh, Embiid, Giannis, Towns, Tatum, Young, like they're just making like crazy first amounts off, of money. First off, I want to point out your math is terrible. You said he makes a, a third of what's Giannis makes. Giannis makes 42. What is 18 times three? 18 times three is 54. I mean, I'm very bad at math, but that's not like horrible. It can, it, it, to say it's a third, it's just a little, no, it's not close. Um, Whatever. Look, I, I, I get it. I have some bonus in my top 20. I do not have him. You have him at 10? I, right now, I have him at 10, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't have him that high. I just, I would rather just pay him eighteen point five to take over the Kings, um, instead of paying Embiid or Giannis or Towns. Like, if I'm gonna split hairs, I'd put him like, like there, like like end so, of the first. So my problem with with Demontis Sabonis is less Demontis Sabonis, and more the fact he is on a team that does not know how to use him. That will figure out a way to, him, to, to score and rebound the ball. No, 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 no. Him. Listen, listen to me. They're going to figure out a way to to um, to screw up a good player. They're a franchise that's known for that. And I, I, there's nobody on the Kings right now that I am thinking of taking in the top twenty. I think Sabonis really. If I'm thinking about it, he's he's more early third. Um, wow. I just I do not trust the Sacramento Kings at all. I trust him at all, man. I mean, you put him on any other team in the league, even even the god awful New York Knicks, 
and he is a real fantasy asset. But on the is. Sacramento Kings, someone's got to score and rebound the ball on that team. There is no team in professional sports in, in the United States of America that is better at sabotaging the value of their own players than the Sacramento Kings. I understand my, that. So I cannot, in good faith, I, you can use faith all take you want. I'm going to take Sabonis this early if he falls to me, and then I'm going to have a guy who puts up 37 fantasy a night, and I'm only paying him 18.5 million dollars. It sounds great to me. <sighs> He's all yours. He's all the yours, Sacramento buddy. Kings, not surrounding him with talent is not a problem because he's just going to dominate even more. So he's going to be the only one on that team doing anything. Uh, they'll, they'll find a way to screw it up. I would rather take him at his salary and his production over Embiid because you never know how many games Embiid is missing. Fair, I guess. Yeah. He averages I mean, just as much as towns. I'm not. I'm not taking towns. Don't worry. I'm leaving him for you. Well, who you have next? I have a guy you just named. It's Joel Embiid. Okay. Well, I had him ranked 11, right behind Sabonis. So that's fine. So I mean, you know, there you go. This is what pick 13. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm taking Embiid here. Um, yeah, he's had health issues, but when he's playing, he's one of the most dominant forces in the NBA. Um, do you want to hear a really insane stat, like a factoid about Joel Embiid? Go ahead, go for it. Based on the way we assigned fantasy points in our league, he only is 100 fantasy points behind Giannis season long total points. That's not much. That's that's like two games, yeah, and he missed a ton of games. If he had been healthy the whole year no he's number one makes 33.6 yeah so he i'm taking him here i would see this is why i ranked him above Giannis because like i think just Giannis makes like just he makes like a little too much money that's dicey dude that's fine you can you can think it's dicey uh if you want but I'm going with Embiid here. Okay. Who, who you got next? Oh, Carl Anthony Towns. Cool. I have him number 20, so he's all yours. Wow. No, nah, dude. I have him 13th uh, above Anthony Edwards. Um, 33.8 yeah, yeah. million. I think if you, in the second round, took a cheap dude and he's still around, he's another one of those like batteries who just you plug him in and he just charges your team with like a super solid floor. Okay. He was much more durable, and I really liked in the offseason when he gave the, the press conference quote where he was like, this year I relearned to love basketball because that been that guy has been through some shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I just imagine that team gets better. Maybe they get rid of D'Angelo Russell. And, like, I mean, he was insanely solid and, and reliable and consistent. And one of the best fantasy assets in the league, like I'm looking at his total fantasy points and it's only like a few hundred behind uh, MVP candidates. But like, I still really like him. He's only 26. No, I mean, 
it's not a bad pick. I'm not, I'm not, this is, I have more faith in cat being a good fantasy option for the Timberwolves than I do for, for anybody being good for the Sacramento Kings. Cause he's already shown he can be, um, yeah, I just fantasy game is just too good to like, not take him like, right, right. No, no. I just, I don't, I don't have him yet. That's the best way to put it. I, are you bringing more baggage about like the teams to this than you should? I think the only, the only guy that I'm doing that with, and maybe it's, you know, I shouldn't is Sabonis. I, I really think, I really think cat is here's the thing is the offense has run through him for the last, what, four or five years. And I think it's going to run through Anthony Edwards next season. I just really do think it's going to run through him. And so that's going to up the value of Edwards while simultaneously lowering the value of cat. God, that board bet's going to be fascinating. I, I, will... I, I still think they're both top 20 guys. I want to make that oh, clear. They, they're both oh. top 20 guys, Agreed. but I don't, I, I think Edwards is, is a, a few spots ahead of cat at, by the end of the season. I mean, obviously things can change between now and then, but you know. All right. So, so I'm going to stop us here. And, and tell the audience that my top 14 ranked players are gone, which technically means your top 14 players are gone, right? Hang on. Let me make sure. It's, I didn't put numbers next to mine, so now I have to count through. Which means that now we're in uncharted territory where we really One, don't two, know three, four, five, who's going to go eight, nine, the rest of this mock. Uh, no, uh, my 13th and 14th guys are still on the board. Oh, I would love to hear them. So why don't you give me one of them? Um, okay, so I'll go with the next guy on the board. Uh, he was the first overall pick in last year's draft for the Detroit ah! Pistons. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Cade Cunningham. You know, he came into the year hurt, was hurt throughout the year, but it's it's a theme that I've noticed with some of my guys. If he's on the court and healthy, he's a force. Um, and at that number two, it's just it's too good of a value. Um, he was so I have my list. I have, yeah, well, there you go. I have Kate wow. Cunningham there. 10, $10.5 million for next season. I would not be shocked if he ends up being a better fantasy player than Anthony Edwards, which makes me Fair. reconsider my board bet that it shouldn't be Cat. It should be him. Nah, you've already made the board bet, though. Sorry, buddy. Um, I know. I have to live with it. That's fine. I just almost lost my mic there. Well, you're still here, baby. All right, good, 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 good. Um, all right, so yeah, Cade there at number that's fifteen overall, correct? Yeah, he's he's yeah, he was number fifteen on my list. He's a no brainer. Okay. Um. Wow. Okay. So, within the last thirty minutes, I had this guy in the third round, mm-hmm. and I moved him up to to sixteen, which is where I'm going to take him, both in our mock and on my official rankings. Okay. Contract year. Okay. I like that phrase. I know you do. $13 million. That's cheap. Okay. Then this is not the next guy I have. He has shown us in the past that he can be a dominant fantasy force. And from the videos of him dunking, I've seen him Oh my God. Are you seriously? Okay. All right. I have to take Zion here, dude. I have to do it. I have to believe that he has to play games for the Pelicans in order to get a contract. And that when he's on the court, he's incredible. Okay. I I have him almost ineligible for my, for my board. Cause 
I don't. I mean, he's he's Ben Simmons again. You don't know when he's going to play. No, see, uh, he wants to play. He likes basketball, and he doesn't have a max contract, unlike Ben Simmons. He doesn't have it. I, I don't know. He's got to show uh, up and get it. Look, if he plays, that's a that's a great swing and probably a huge hit. But to me, it's is this guy going to play? And that's a huge, huge, huge question mark. I think it's I think it is not as big of a question mark as it was for this whole season where she ended up not playing a minute. I think given him saying he wants to play, he is healthy. The team obviously held him back. I don't think they they figured they would be as sort of like a weird force in the playoffs as they were. Mm -hmm. You get the whole summer in the contract year. I think if this is like the one time you can be risky and it can pay off if he keeps dropping in this draft. If it doesn't work, then he's Greg Oden. Like I got I, I understand the concerns, but like he's just too gosh darn good for him in this like pivotal year to not be like a, I had him in the third literally a half hour ago. I was like, yeah, whatever. But like I'm looking at like the rest of these dudes underneath them. I'm just like he's gonna like double whatever these guys are putting up. Like straight Again, up, like if he's healthy, he's yeah. double. No, it's it's if he plays. Um, I have to believe he plays. I mean, okay, no, I, 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 I do you know not want to astronomical. It would be if he just like doesn't start. Oh, for one. sure, for sure. That's um, that's the most insane thing to ever happen. I, I get that. I just I, there's too many question marks with him, and yeah, it's it's not fair to compare him. I, I I'll admit to Ben Simmons because he does want to play. But it's still a situation where we don't know if he's going to play, when he's going to play, even what team he's going to play on. Now, um, come October, when we start drafting and this gets really codified, he will go up or down like, considerably. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so that was pick 16. 16. And I and apologies to Sadiq Bay, you were at 20. And I kept moving Zion above. And I was like, no, nah, you're, you're better than Sadiq Bay when healthy. And I just kept pushing him up the list. So Sadiq Bay is now a third rounder. Sorry, sir. Uh, All right. Well, um, I'd rather take Zion than, than a Sadiq Bay. That's just me. All right. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, I think Sadiq Bay, I, ha- I don't have him in my top 20. I would have had him in the second round. But, he was, um, and now he's not. Yeah. Um, all right. So pick six, 15, 16. What was this? What pick am I on? 17? This is anymore. 17. 17. All right. So uh, this is a this is another guy who was up for most improved player of the year, did not win it. Um, but he is still going in the playoffs, and he is there are nights he is single-handedly carrying the team. I think is gonna win the uh, win the West, and that's Jordan Poole. Um wow, dude, wow, 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 wow. He look, Jordan Poole has been an absolute force for the last three months. And he, I mean, he was a huge part of like helping me propel me to passing John and winning the league. So Jordan Poole is going to get even better next year. I do think Clay and Steph, I mean, they're, they're both still really good, but they're also going to take on, I think, diminished roles as they try to put Poole in. I don't think the Warriors are, I think the Warriors are trying to figure out him in their long-term plans because he is that good. Um, Jordan Poole here for me. I have him. Uh, I should put numbers by these names. That would have been a good idea, Jared. I, I'm saying it to myself. I had him 14th overall. 
wow, I have him in in the third round. Like, not that far off because he's in a contract year. I love, yeah. I love when people are in contract years. Yep. But I have him in the third. Wow. I mean, you're allowed to be wrong. He's going to move up. I think I'll, I, I, I might move him up like right now. Like, like here, I'm dragging him up. He's, he's now at the bottom of round two. Apologies to a man who still might be taken in, in, in the draft. Uh, all right, he's now a second rounder. I've moved him up. I think based on his numbers the whole season last year, it, it wasn't pretty looking. And I still would imagine that no, Steph Curry I, and Clay Thompson play basketball, but yeah, no, man. I look, I, 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 I'm not looking at him as look at what he did all of this past season. It's it is, it, it's, it's, it's a contract. There you go with your contract. Oh. But it's also a growing trend of look at what he did as the season progressed and the team needed him. He stepped up and became a, a, a guy who could get points, who could get buckets, who could get assists, who they could run the offense through when they needed to. And they still run sets through him with Steph and Clay and Draymond out there in the playoffs. And they're doing it very well. And he's helping them win games. So I, I think he is going to be the next Warriors star. Um, and I, I, I actually hope he's here at 17 next year and not doesn't uh, fall further. I, I think for a lot of the year, I, I, should, I should say, I should say it doesn't go earlier because this is where yeah. I want to get him next year. I, I I I think I thought of Jordan Poole, who was a Michigan man, correct? Correct. Go blue. Our our, our mutual friend VJ uh, reminds me of that every time I mention his name. Yeah, it's Michigan man. Um, I always thought of him as being like a Quinn Cook, who looked really great when filling in for Steph, but then when Steph came back, but like, I, yeah, I'm I'm moving him up several spots. Boy, call my middle name or nickname has to be contract year because I might just take every contract year like, straight <laughs> up. Like Garland, this year. Garland, Zion, Pool, like anyone who needs to prove that they're worth like considerably more. I'm just like taking all those guys. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, the next player I'm going to take Tyrese Maxey. Ah, uh, he's he's on my list. On the premise. That James Harden goes bye bye. He's not. He makes two point seven million dollars. Look, I don't think James Harden's leaving. Um, He's not going to get the max because he has not played like a guy who deserves the max. I burned him. (laughs) But 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 I don't see him leaving the Sixers. Um, Why am I blanking on the GM's name right now? Uh, Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey. Thank you. Daryl Morey, he's very good about knowing when to like not put emotion into trades, into moves, and he's done this for many years with the Rockets and now the Sixers, and then he went and made this emotional move to get his star from Houston and bring him to Philly. I don't think he gave up draft picks, and and I think two really good uh, bench assets in uh, Seth Curry and uh, Andre Drummond to get three months of James Harden. He's going to give him a deal. I think James is going to have to be okay with it not being the max, but uh, I think he's going to stick around. That being said, Tyrese Maxey is, I mean, right now he's the second best player on the Sixers um, behind Embiid. And he's another one of those guys. He's only going to get better. So 
I, I, I can't fault the pick. I had him actually technically number wise. He was 16 on my board. Well, so you got him at seven or 18. Who's your next and final selection in this uh, top uh, two so, round mock? So uh, Jordan Poole was my last one. So this this is uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. The second guy from the Cavaliers. That's actually surprising. Um, if you had told me that a year ago. But Evan Mobley, uh, the uh, fantasy darling of the rookie class this past year. Um, I uh, Yeah, I, I, I'd have him here. I'm going to take Scotty Barnes. Those two guys were basically the next two on my list. Uh, mm-hmm. We both had them as, as second round selections. They're both rookie of the year uh, winner and runner up. Um, they both make a little under and a little over $8 million. And they both put out basically the same production. They're awesome. No brain second round selections. Durable, going to get better on good, on the rise teams that are obviously going to feed them the ball. Um Apologies to Desmond Bain, who got knocked out of On the second list. round into the third because of my Jordan Poole, our Jordan Poole evalu- reevaluation. Uh, I'll let you look at this at this top 60 ranking now. You can come over to this tab. Okay. Hello. Uh, uh, so the the one guy that uh, wasn't drafted, you haven't mentioned that I had in my top 20 was Fred Van Fleet. I had him at 19. Um, wow. Yeah, He's I all had- the way down here, dude. I don't even know where here is, dude. You I don't know keep what... scrolling down to get to him. Here, I, I'll highlight his name. He he was not. Uh, he's in a contract here. Ooh, ooh. Oh, no. Here we go. Here we go. Now you're now you're being woken up to him. Um, yeah, some other guys. That I'm looking through your list that I because I only listed out my top twenty. I didn't really go past that as far as making a list. Um, but some other guys that I definitely considered for like the later like eighteen to twenty. Uh. Tyler Hero was definitely in that consideration. Yep. Um, Wendell Carter was in that consideration. Yep. Robert Williams was in that consideration. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I flirted a bit with Jared Allen going there, but at the end, I was he was probably the first one I eliminated. Um, Giddy was definitely in consideration. And uh, looking further down your list, I mean Van Fleet made it. Uh. Yeah, those are the only guys I really hate, like considered that didn't make my top twenty. You were naming a lot of third round dudes: uh, Desmond Bain, Sadiq Bay, Jakob Pertle, Tyler Hero, Jared Allen, Josh Giddy, R.J. Barrett in a contract year. Boy, he needs to light it up. Uh, Keldon Johnson also in a contract year. They're the same age. Um, yeah, yeah. Wendell Carter, Robert Williams. Uh, Franz Wagner, Cole Anthony, Shea, but boy, look at the salary on Shea. I, I, I do, I do want to say one. Oh, Shea, Shea is a guy I was like, um, that I was strongly considering, and then I'm like, you know, he's going to come back. He's going to be healthy. And I looked at that salary. I was like, oh, yeah, because um, I forgot, I forgot his extension kicks in next year. Um, one guy I really, you know, I, people listen to this know I'm a big Magic fan, and one guy who I really saw kind of go up and down, but really start to kind of put it together towards the end of the season and become an even better player than he was early on was Franz Wagner. And I feel like there is a realistic world where Franz Wagner kind of jumps up into like a top 20 position by the end of the season next year. Um, I just think he has that much potential. He's that good. The Magic are going to add another guy in the top, hopefully top three pick, hopefully. Um, 
that can help him out and Jalen Suggs will be healthy. Wendell Carter, I think, is exactly where he should be in the lower third round. Um, Magic have a lot of good guys. I think Franz Wagner is going to be the guy who really benefits from that in a fantasy uh, fantasy way. As we're talking, I'm actually moving Julius. Yeah, Randall I'm watching you down and down yeah, and down as I realize that like the numbers he put up are not. They were not last year, and his next year not going to be this year. Yeah. Uh, oh man, no, I got to keep dropping him, dude. I got to keep doing it. Yeah, I mean, he makes 26, but I don't like the direction he's heading. I'll leave him there. I'll leave him in the fifth. Uh, We will discuss more of these rounds and these rankings uh, next month in June 2022 about the 22-23 season. Uh, We've gone really long, and we could play a game of portal. We could talk about all sorts of of fun, wacky stuff. But um, for now, I think offline – and off pod, we're going to talk about some of these rankings and we'll move them around and we'll reconvene in a month. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank you for listening this long listener. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Jared Russo and you can follow this man, the champ and congratulate him for winning at Jared Ross thank King you. You. on Twitter. Um, if we're still on Twitter, when Elon Musk buys it, <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, please don't Mr. Musk. Um, any final thoughts? No, I mean, I, I, I'm actually kind of shocked by how similar our rankings were for the most part. You know, uh, 18 Great minds think alike, but fools rarely differ. <laughs> I mean, 18 out of 20 guys that we had, both of us going in. in our, I in pulled a last minute on with Zion, honestly. I really, he was honestly in the third round, and I was just like, nah. But, right, right, right. Back, but looking at, looking at my top 20 versus yours, just headed in, you moved Zion up that moved Desmond Bain out. Is that correct? Yeah. So the only guys that, I had that you didn't were um, Van Fleet. What is up with the Van Fleet thing? I, I like him. I like him, dude. I think that's it. I think he's the only guy. And the only guy that you had was uh, was uh, Demontis Sabonis that I didn't have. All right. I'm going to move Van Fleet up and move Shea down. <laughs> uh yeah, I can't. Oh no, you five. moved. You moved who? You moved somebody else. Sadiq Bay. Yeah, he got. So you also had Sadiq Bay, and yeah. I had Pool in there to begin with. Yeah. All right, I reshuffled some guys. There you go. All right. Well, we'll see you uh, next month, and um, yeah, I hope uh, I hope Boston loses because I hate Boston and all Boston teams. Brooklyn's done. That's what matters. Yes, thank God. All right, we're out. End the recording. Why?